everyone. This is Ronnie with Everything Vive. I'm still here at GDC 2019, uh, you know, wrapping up our coverage of the conference. It's been a great time here in San Francisco. And today I have the pleasure of meeting with the folks over at Vertigo Games. They're here showing off, uh, you know, some interesting projects. Uh, they had they had me try a game uh, that in the Vive Focus that was a lot of fun based on Skyworld. I also played a couple of titles uh, that were more arcade, like kind of large-scale VR-focused uh, uh, titles based on Arizona Sunshine and, uh, you know, kind of a spin-off of, of Fisherman's Tale as well. And so I, I'm, I'm here with them kind of talking about what they're working on. And uh, if, yeah, if you could uh, introduce yourself and, and, sure. and tell everyone what you do at Vertigo Games. Yeah, my name is uh, Richard Stitzler. I'm the studio director at Vertigo Games, uh, co-founder as well. Okay. Uh, like you just mentioned, we're showing a whole bunch of uh, VR-related uh, content uh, at uh, GDC uh, 2019. Um, which one shall we talk about first? Yeah, you... let's go in the order that I got to try sure. them. So, um, with Skyworld, and and what what's the name of the Skyworld Kingdom Brawl? It's the okay. full name. Okay. Um, basically, like we launched Skyworld over a year ago. Mm -hmm. the, the, the game is out on PlayStation, uh, Steam VR, and uh, Oculus Home, of course. Mm -hmm. And you know that's more of like this strategy game where you plan your resources. It's all about management of your kingdom, and then you go into this battle mode, and it's sort of quick matches. Um, and we kind of sort of like looked at that battle mode and completely redesigned all the mechanics into like a separate game, mm -hmm. which is Skyworld Kingdom Brawl, all focused on you know quick matches, for three to five minutes of play, players versus player. Uh, it's cross-platform play between uh, well, Steam hardware or Steam uh, HMDs and uh, Oculus. Uh, home and of course the Vive Focus and the yeah. Vive Focus Plus. Yep. It's playable with six degrees of freedom controllers and even the tree off. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it's just you're crafting your cards, upgrading your deck, and just basically building your sort of you know yeah. uh, and your army really, against the you know, yeah. your, your uh, opponent. Yeah, no, it, it was really fun for me to kind of just jump in. I, I sure. haven't played Skyworld very much, yeah. and so uh, for I think I was probably the perfect person to try yeah. uh, this new experience because I didn't really know what I was doing going in, but literally. <laughs> like within 30 seconds or so yeah. I felt like I understood the mechanics I was having a lot of fun and I wanted to play more matches so it was it's easy to pick up it's designed in a way that you just you, you can get in quick match and then you know go do something else or of course play more matches if you're, you're into it yeah and, and ha as far as like matchmaking works is it pretty it's it's just seamless uh, regardless of what headset you're on so yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, it's well probably um, no there's no like preference or something. It's just, you know, you, you, you match make with, with any player available. Okay, awesome. And, it, and it's supported both by the the three-dot controls of the Focus as well as the six-dot, yes, correct? Yes, both are supported. Okay, yeah. and, you, and you did have to make some changes to the game in order for it to kind of, like, work with both, or kind of... Yeah, like, the, the, the input system is different, because you know, six-dot is sort of the, the natural way. You just, you know, you hold your cards in one hand, you pick, a, pick them up with your other hand and place them on the, on the, on the battlefield, versus uh, the three-dot controller, you don't have to any positional tracking, so you basically, you know, are aiming at the different cards, so they, they pop up, open you, uh, open in front of you, and it's just selected with the uh, the, uh, the the D pad that's on the on the, on the controller. Mm -hmm. um, 
there might be some strategic advantage <laughs> playing with six dove. Uh, but if you're really fast with yeah. three dove, you know, you, you can you can have a good battle. No, and that's amazing. I, I mean, you could have easily with with everything kind of moving to six dove, even on the yeah. standalones, it would have been easy to just support six dove going forward. So yeah. it's awesome that people out there that want to or that have yeah. you know three dove headsets are able to enjoy the game as well. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so, that was the plan. To support, yeah, as many players as possible. Yeah. No, that's exciting. And, and when does the game? Uh, do you guys have a release date? Set yes, yet, it's or? actually launching pretty soon. It's April second, so it's okay. uh, a few weeks from that's now. That's very so. soon. Yeah. So awesome. Um, and then yeah, after uh, playing Skyworld, I got a chance to check out uh, some of the uh, the the more uh, I guess location based yes. uh, VR experiences that you you had here. So first, Arizona Sunshine. Yes. Uh, what's what mission? Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the of of the 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 level that. Uh, or the the experience that I played specifically, um, um, it's well the map is called the missile silo map. There's okay. not really like the the, the the experience itself is called Arizona Sunshine LVVR or okay. location based VR, okay. and it contains multiple maps. Okay. This is one of the maps. Is the missile silo map? Okay, it's really so more the like a working title, but uh, basically the, the story behind it is like it's it's Arizona Sunshine is. Uh, um, Within the story of Arizona Sunshine, this starts just right after the you know the outbreak of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, there's this city, uh, and there's the outbreak, uh, and the, the army wants to contain the the, 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 the outbreak. Yeah. And you're you're part of a, a military tactical team sent to this. Uh, um, still recording? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you sent to this uh, uh, missile silo base where there's like a nuclear warhead, and you need to manually uh, you know launch the rocket mm-hmm. uh, to. You know, basically wipe out the city. Yeah. Uh, but the missile silo is already overrun, so you're, you know, there are a lot of zombies to shoot. So that's sort of like the background story. Okay. You go in with uh, two to five, two to four players. Okay. Um, you played with two, right? Yeah, with two yeah, today. Yeah. 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 Um, we're, we're supporting, uh, you know, basically the, the you're playing with a backpack and a, and a five pro. It's also playable on a regular five. Okay. Um, and here today I played, it was a six by six meter. Yeah, 20 by 20 feet yeah. uh, space. Yeah, that's the minimum size needed for for this experience, so this experience is also like really targeted at arcades. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're not selling this directly to consumers; we're sure. selling it to arcades where sure. you know it's like laser tag meets paintball, only much cooler. Yeah, uh, no, it was and, amazing. And, and right now, you, you played with a uh, Hypercane Blasters with like a Nintendo kind of yeah. 80 uh, look controller. Yeah, uh, you can also play it with the regular Five One, but also uh, the. Um, uh, what's it? Blanking out on the name, uh, the, the, the PP gun controller, which is like sort of a, uh, a machine gun, mm-hmm. or, uh, or the striker VR or arena light gun with mm-hmm. haptics, and it's more immersive if you play it in that way. Sure. Um, we have support for a haptic vest where you can, you can actually feel the zombies touching you, <laughs> and, and feet tracking as well. Okay. Um, and as you probably you know, noticed in the game, there's a lot of like we're, we're playing around with with heights. Uh, okay. You know, at some point the elevator yeah. stops, and you need to step out of the elevator no, to the chef. I, and, yeah. yeah I, I kind I kind of wanted to get into that a little bit because I was really impressed with just, I mean, already, in, and I haven't had a lot of uh, time with location-based uh, VR uh, experiences, so for me, it was immediately very freeing to be able to just walk around such a, a big play space, yeah. and and I know that you guys can even do, you know, up to 10 by 10 meters. Which, it's scalable, yeah. In feet, yeah, so, so this was even the smaller scale version of what the tech is capable of, yeah. and so first, I was, like, able to walk around and and really like that sense of freedom really led to such a strong uh 
immersion for yeah. me personally. I kind of all, forgot myself um, oh, in cool. terms of yeah. So I'm used to VR. Yeah, I've been playing VR for years. I've kind of gotten over some of my initial like, oh, there's a there's a hole here. I'm yeah. scared. Uh, but it, it still it feels, works with this. Right? But then yeah. yeah, within within a few minutes. So the the beginning area was flat. Yeah, and then like you alluded to, um, by you know, we shot a bunch of zombies. We retreated over to uh, a lever where we uh, got into an elevator, and then the ele- elevator moved into a new area. Yeah. And the new area now, uh, there were there was like the small pathways uh, suspended, you know, with large drops. And immediately, my brain went back to thinking, <laughs> like I. I, I had to retrain myself to be like, okay, like don't be scared. There is yeah. a floor here, and if for someone that was so used to VR, getting that experience again, okay. I was like, wow, I must be really like. Yeah, I, I realized I was really deep into the game. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we played a lot with that, like you know, different mechanics and different like way you can build the level because it's you know sure it's six by six meters or twenty by twenty feet. Uh, it's not a lot of space, but mm-hmm. we kind of want the player to experience a. Like they went through the entire missile silo, you know, and it's yeah. in, in, within six by six meters. Yeah, and yeah, we we, we did some fancy tricks there to yeah. like, um, create that sense of you know skill, uh, even in smaller uh, spectrum. And what, what's funny as well is that um, people that are like used to VR are in a way sort of like trained. To, there's the wire there, you know, if you're playing with a Vive, and then so you, so you got the three by three meter at home, but you know people are moving around a little bit, but not a lot. Yeah. Um, so if we put people in there that played. VR, in the beginning they're like pretty static. They're just yeah. going to stay there because they're used to the cable. Yeah. First people that never tried VR, they'll instantly start walking. So it's funny to see the difference That's between really them. interesting. Because it's more natural to start walking. Yeah. You know, it's what you do in normal life. No, you're just trained. No, don't walk the cable. The cable. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I definitely felt that way too. I think the level design was kind of trying yeah. to force me to do more to walking. To move around. Because yeah. yeah, like uh, at the beginning I was just standing in one space and then I realized, oh wow, I can literally walk across the room to that other section yeah. so whereas I'm used to just taking little even with the vibe yeah. baby steps kind of in yeah. each direction now all of a sudden you're just oh I want to go all the way to the corner of the room yeah. let's go walk over there so and yeah what's it like kind of uh, um, trying to develop around uh, you know the the lack of const- I guess there are constraints yeah. but the rel- the, the the you know the lack of constraints in, in location-based environments well, is it well, yeah. we're learning as well Actually, like like Arizona Sunshine was launched with a uh, the initial game base game was launched with just one horde boat map, which was a you know I think it would be like five by five meter map. Uh, we were playing it in multiplayer at the office, just with you know static boots and you know, everybody behind their desk. And I'm like, but what what if we just actually you know put a couple of base stations there and just walk around and then like hey this actually works and we're in the same spot and like it's just small step by step and in the beginning it was just one you know a square map there was nothing going on just zombies coming from from every corner and then we started adding all these extra um, you know uh, oh there's a platform that's moving there's an elevator elevator going up and down and um, we're, we're we're learning by the day uh, and it's the, the the like like you mentioned like 
the, 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 the sense of depth, even though you know there's a floor there. Yes. Yeah. For some reason, sort of the, the first time I played that map, I had the same experience. <laughs> like, I, did, I, did, I did a lot of VR over yeah. the years. And it's still like, how can I sort of like, you know, why am I impressed by this? Yeah. And, uh, like, we have another map coming out soon for LBVR, and uh, we're actually playing around with that element where you're physically a meter away, okay. but virtually you can be like 200 meters away. It's basically there's, it's another horde mode map. There's this house that you need to defend when all the zombies are coming from all angles, okay. but there's like a, a cable cart that goes up all the way to it, like a sniper spot. There's another like elevator platform. So we're, you know, you have a couple of people in a small space, and yeah. virtually they're all far yeah. apart, and they can still see each other and wave at each other. But it's nice to have, uh, to, to play around with that kind of uh, yeah. mechanic. And, no, th- there was a couple of times in there where, um, in in the the demo that I tried, where I was playing with one other person, and there were there were two smaller elevator shafts yeah. located on the opposite ends of the room. Yeah. And so there was yeah one moment where I stayed down and he yeah. went to the corner and went up the elevator. Yeah, and your your and brain thinks he's there. Yeah. Well, he's a, a meter and, in front and, of you. And that made the space feel multiple times bigger. Yeah. All of a sudden, like just seeing him up there, and I wasn't even directly interacting with him at that point. Yeah. But just seeing someone that I was interacting with go up all the way over there, so I can imagine how powerful that is Absolutely. to have someone like. Yeah. It, there's so many little things like that that kind of fool your brain into believing. And also a big difference is I've got things that we got a lot of LBVR stuff out there right now. It's like most uh, manufacturers come from a like more a technical approach. They have like the uh, you know the off the track tracking system, and then they have everything there. They're like, oh, we need content, and they're building this small experience. Versus we had this you know game out there which has been you know, quite successful for us. Yeah. Uh, and we're just building on like the core gameplay mechanics and just building it. For from a gameplay perspective, yeah. I think that kind of you know creates uh, a, a, a experience or a, a game that's you know really cool. I think no, it's really awesome. So. That's amazing. Yeah. No, like I said, like I, I think it, the experience speaks for itself in terms of when you uh, you can have all the hardware in the world. Yeah. But if you, I think the the real smart uh, decisions have to be made on the software side, and and I think you guys are doing a great job. So thank you. Yeah. So I guess uh, moving on to uh, the last uh, demo, and I got to play this very briefly, so I didn't get a chance to really get deep into it, but just kind of, I got the overall concept. Um, It's a location-based spinoff of A Fisherman's Tale, and it it takes a lot of the, the, not not to spoil anything out of Fisherman's Tale, but it takes a lot of the, the, you know, kind of the trickery with scale that that game introduces into VR, and then brings that to multiplayer and also to to, to location-based gameplay. Yes. So could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's, it's like the, you know, I don't want to spoil. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's what... It's like the, the multiple layers within layers thing. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically it's an escape room in VR. So it, you can play it with a minimum of two players or maximum of four to... You're, you're basically, you're not competing, but you're you're finding your way out of it. You have to solve the the, the, the mystery of, of the curse of the captain, um, and. Um yeah, but just by doing escape room, it's a completely different experience than that we're offering with Arizona Sunshine, and like we're selling this, of course, to arcades where you know Arizona Sunshine is fine, but like, but it's like 18 or 16 plus, and you, know, yeah. you want to have something there out there for for more like families. I think this game it really fits that, uh, where you can just you know relax, be there in 
for 20 minutes or 30 minutes and you figure out the puzzles and you just play. Awesome. Yeah. And, and yeah, this one, the, when we played today, again, it was with two people. Can yeah. you do more than two people? Yeah, you can go up, up to four. Okay, yeah. up to four. And would there be different people? That, like, again, not to spoil anything, but... Yeah, it's hard to... Uh, because it's there, escape room. I don't want to give yeah, away too much. So, so never mind. Yeah, we can talk about that stuff at a later date <laughs> one, once more people have had yes. a chance to, to... an opportunity to try it. Um, I guess the last thing I wanted to just ask about a little bit is kind of uh, some of the hardware stuff that you guys use yes. on, on your end because I, I don't know if, if if you position two arcades and, and, and locations uh, like solutions for the, the hardware side or if that's more on them or um. We're software developer, yeah. so we're a game developer in a way. So we've been building the, the you know, Arizona Sunshine LBVR. We built a complete launcher tool set behind that, where you can easily distribute builds to the backpacks, restart the backpacks, all the to basically overcome all the technical difficulties for the operator, make it as easy as possible. Yeah. And we're adding more content to the launcher, and like Across House Course is the first game that we're adding next to Arizona Sunshine. Um, but there are a lot of arcades basically asking us, okay, what, what's the price? What's like the full package? What, 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 what do I need? Because yeah. you know, and, and we are we 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 do we actually roll into the situation where we now have a partnership with you know HP. You know that way we, we can supply the backpacks. It's not our core business, but we do offer a complete solution if there is any interest into it. Okay. Uh, but our our main goal is still the software. And the okay. Side yeah. No. But it is available. Yeah. yeah then, no, that makes sense because yeah. that that was yeah mainly just for people out there that might be listening that yeah. uh, are intrigued by the idea of this but don't know where to start or yeah we can offer the the, the full package. Okay, awesome. And yeah, some of the stuff that I saw you guys kind of using the software, um, it looked like there was a, a separate client that you were able, you had a, a separate <clears throat> spectator yeah, PC yeah, that was connected to the system, and you were actually able to see what every, so as a kind of a, a DM or, a, you know, a controller of the experience, yes. you could see what everyone was doing in the VR, and then in, in some instances, you could kind of even even interact. Yeah, with for the, the course, course, we can actually, like, a, like an escape room, you, we can, as an operator, you can draw hints. You can turn on the light, or like you know, play an audio file, or sort of like to uh, to guide the players a little bit. Yeah. Uh, with Arizona Sunshine, we have more of a, like a spectator mode where you can see the score, and like people like outside the experience can basically watch it and, and see what's going on. And it's like more like action shots and just the shooting and the fighting. Uh, there's there's no. Uh, um, it's not like the operator can influence the the, the game session. There are just, you know, people just you know shooting zombies, and that's the core. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, having spectator modes is important in VR because yeah. even having you know four plus whatever, however many players yeah. these uh, experiences can support, there's always going to be people on the side waiting to enter yeah. or yeah, waiting yeah, to, to try it. And so to have someone actually see what they're experiencing, I think is really important. Yeah. So Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to, to speak with me, Richard. I really appreciate uh, you showing me all the awesome work you Well, thank you for, for you know, trying that. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, best of luck and uh, look forward to seeing you guys in the future again. Okay, cool. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.